0: Good morning. This is Minnesota River Valley Master Gardener, Barb Lampson. And with me this morning is my fellow Master Gardener. Karen Wright. Hey, here it is. It's March. And you know, nature doesn't prune for us. This is one of the jobs that uh, we have to do for ourselves. Of course, sometimes nature gets heavy-handed and we'll lose a branch or so on. But Uh, March is a good month to get out and if you've been thinking about doing some pruning on your shade tree uh, assess it now when there's no leaves on it you can see what the crown looks like and see what you need to do
1: that's right for most plants you do it when the trees are dormant and right now early late winter or very early spring is a great time to do it but you have to be careful because pruning is actually wounding Mm -hmm. so if you're gonna do it you know make sure you know what you're doing Uh, When it's well done, pruning can improve the health and the form of your trees. When it's done poorly, it it can reduce the health of the tree and create dangerous situations or kill your plants. So, so important to know what you are doing. And unlike people, trees don't heal, at least not in the same sense as people heal. So you've got to make a cut where it's going to be healthy for the. The plant,
0: and to make a healthy cut, you need to have a good sharp, um, whether it's a saw or it's a pruning shears, and it needs to fit the size of the limb that you're working on. So maybe you may even need to do an undercut. One of the tools that I've been using now at the Georgia House is I've been using a sawzall, and you can buy a special blade for that, and I like it. It's not big like a chainsaw, and it's um, it's easy. Is it electric? For, it's um, yeah, oh. it's electric, or you can get a power-battery one, so you don't have
1: any cords or anything. So like a tiny baby uh, chainsaw almost?
0: Uh, yeah, but it, and it's called a sawzall, and okay. you can use it. Anytime you need to have a blade uh, where you've got room for it to work, this is really great. And you buy a special blade that's... Uh, meant for pruning this works really well it goes through the uh, these are branches that this isn't something that's that's really big like you'd need an arborist but right because are, i've
1: i've got some big trees that i are too big for me so i'm going to hire a professional arborist tree right. company to move remove those big ones because number one is too dangerous and number two i'm just you know don't have right. the equipment so that's important to know but and most trees can be Pruned now, but you want to make sure the first thing you can do is pru- um, remove any dead or, you know, old wood that isn't going to be benefiting the tree. That's the first thing you know that that's a, a no-brainer. But the other ones about shaping or wanting something to, you know, sure. maybe improve, those are the ones that you have to know a little bit more.
0: I think harvesting light uh, is is really important. And so you've got harvesting good
1: air circulation for a tree. That's That's really important. And they always say don't cut off more than is it 25% to right. 30% a third of the, the branches.
0: So when you buy a tree, you bring it home it's in a pot and you take a look at it in your yard and you think oh these lower branches, I better take them off now because they're going to be I'm not going to be able to mow under my tree well here's where you make a mistake mm-hmm. that first couple years leave those lower branches on because it actually helps the tree stable itself, stabilize itself in the wind so don't do that but after a few years, then you can go ahead and maybe your branches are growing alternating so on the right it goes one way on the left so you're alternating or you could have opposites so take a look at what does that mean if I go down on the bottom here and I start cutting off what is this going to look like in the future is this still going to mean that this is going to be a nice shape
1: and will it be healthy for the tree because they still need to create photosynthesis and have the the right number of of green to, to do the process and before also before you be too snip happy some things to consider are using a clean rag and some isopropyl alcohol to sterilize your pruners before each cut. I know that sounds really excessive, but man, you can spread disease so easily. I've had black knot in one of my trees that I finally just had to cut down because it got too bad, but it's so important not to spread that from tree to tree or branch to branch.
0: I think black knot is the worst disease I've ever seen on a tree. It just distorts the whole tree. It makes the branch look like there's something that gnarled in there and is eating away and making these big clumps. It's it's just a very, very nasty looking thing. And if you have that, if you can identify that in your yard, you owe it to your
1: neighborhood to get rid of it because yes, that will I spread did. with spores too. And there are some trees you should not prune this time of year. Do not prune anything that's going to be blooming in the spring or on old woods. So, for example, things like lilacs you won't want to prune, rhododendrons, azaleas, forsythia, Um, And with because otherwise you won't get the blooms in the spring. Those you prune immediately after they're done blooming. But pretty much anything else, if it's already bloomed last year, late last year, you can If you have um,
0: like a flowering crab, a cherry tree, you have a lot of suckers that will, the water sprouts that will be on those branches, and you shouldn't leave them because, boy, does that look nasty when you've got little shoots coming out all over and it detracts from the main branches.
1: Where the nutrients need to get to, yes.
0: Yes, exactly. If you'd like more information on pruning, contact your Extension Service. This is Barb Lampson along with... Karen Wright. Wishing you happy gardening. gardening.